Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So Chicago used to be a leader in transit technology, but those of us who use the CTA now know that's over. Michael Gerstein, who is a freelance writer here at WBEZ, looked into why our transit tracker apps are straight up false sometimes, and he came up with a few reasons. For one, we know the CTA and transit systems around the country are having some issues with staffing. One of the experts Michael talked to said the city uses a combination of real-time data and scheduled route data for the trackers. And when a train or bus operator calls off from work, it throws off how many trains and buses can be deployed. But the tracker doesn't always account for that. He also found that real-time data to update the tracker doesn't kick in until a bus or train is actually moving. So if it departs late, the tracking is off. And one more reason. Chicago uses what's called a proprietary format to do its tracking, whereas most other major cities use a standardized data format called GTFS. Now, GTFS makes it easier for analysts to pinpoint problems in the system that might be causing delays. The bottom line is that Chicago's tracking system is outdated and it needs an upgrade. There's a lot more to Michael's piece on this, including what happened when he took three separate Illinois transit systems to get to Ikea. You can read the full story at WBEZ.org. A couple stories in budget news this morning. I'll start with the mayor's office. Lori Lightfoot's administration is projecting a pretty rosy fiscal outlook for the next few years as she gets ready to leave office, which is already coming up next month. They released a mid-year budget forecast yesterday, which is estimating an $85 million budget gap for the next year. And that's relatively narrow. As a comparison, back in 2021, there was a $1.2 billion gap after the city's finances were mangled by the pandemic. The city's projected budget gaps have steadily fallen since then, and officials are projecting relatively low budget gaps through 2026. Lightfoot is celebrating, and she's calling it a quote-unquote financial turnaround. Now on to a budget mistake with the Illinois State Board of Education. My colleague Sarah Karp is reporting that the board overspent, which they admit to, and now they can't cover the cost for some of the after-school programming in the state, let alone renew federal grants for the ones they haven't already committed to. Today, leaders of a few community organizations will be in Springfield to draw attention to the error, which will affect after-school programming for nearly 30,000 students. Patrick Brosnan is the executive director of Brighton Park Network Association on the southwest side of Chicago. He says these after-school programs are a major key for students. They work by engaging kids that are in poverty, by, by creating safe spaces for them in community. You're solving problems. The state says it's working to cover the grants that were promised for next school year and to help groups whose grants are not being renewed. And now for a few quick hits. Have you heard of the drug xylazine? The White House is calling it a, quote, emerging threat to the United States. And in Cook County, 350 folks have died from the drug since 2018. That's according to a review of medical examiner records we did here at WBZ. 
Producers of illicit drugs will often mix xylazine with opioids such as fentanyl to create a potent cocktail that can lead to severe skin ulcers, difficulty breathing, yeah, and death. And Earth Day is coming up this Saturday, and more and more restaurant kitchens in Chicago are trying to be more sustainable. They're looking at sourcing ingredients from cruelty-free suppliers and local farms or composting. Now, the financial cost to make these kind of changes can be a bit much, but some restaurant owners are saying that becoming more eco-friendly is necessary to push the industry forward. Child care workers in Illinois are advocating for higher pay. They're asking the state to pass a bill that increases wages for providers at publicly funded child care centers. The proposal would establish a $25 an hour minimum wage for child care workers. Advocates say it would keep providers from leaving the field for better paying jobs. And some national news. Just mere moments before opening statements, Fox News settled its defamation suit with Dominion Voting Systems yesterday. And according to the New York Times, the settlement amounted to $787.5 million. Dominion had accused Fox of damaging the vote machine company by pushing conspiracies about Joe Biden's defeat of Donald Trump in the 2020 presidential election. And now for the weather. Sunny and chilly right now, but overcast as the day goes on with a chance of rain this afternoon. Temperatures going up to the low 70s by this afternoon as well. And that's it for now, but we do have our afternoon episode today. I'm digging into the SAS program in Illinois. It's a state-run program that's supposed to help low-income children going through a mental health crisis. I've been talking about a big report from my colleagues here at WBEZ who got stonewalled by the state but still found out how troubled the program is. Well, a lot of times what happens, I've I've heard, is that the staff worker won't come and eventually school is over and the day is gone and the parent will come and take the child and the child will go home. And, you know, there's a lot of risk in that. That's coming up today at 2 o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening to The Rundown. I'll talk to you later.